0: Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. We're on all of them, including Spotify, which works on both Apple and Android. Same for Podbean. You can also check us out on Dash Radio. Download the Dash Radio app. Search for Nothing But Net. We're there every single day at 7 p.m. And my new show on Onside Radio is on every day from 10 to 12 in the morning, Cover more than just the Miami Heat. Also, make sure you check out 5 That's where Brady Hawk, puts up all the latest takeaways off the heat game. They're up at the buzzer. We promise you, I'm sure there's one up there right now. And also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. So many of our sponsors are local. We know them well. They're Miami sports fans. One of them is our friend, Louis Peters. You can find him at louispeters.com. He does not offer cookie cutter solutions at over at State Farm and Agency representing the number one auto and home insurer in the United States with more than 60 years of combined experience in the insurance industry. He gets to know his clients, for instance, he knows that sometimes I forget to do things. I get bogged down and stuff. The other day, I asked him, I said, I need rental renter's insurance. He sent me the quotes in a couple of minutes, made sure that I checked them. And then when we needed to execute it, make sure that I paid to start it, start it out. So you got to reach out to our friend Louis Peters, access 24 7 on the website. Again, that's louispeters.com, L U I S, Peters.com. Or you can call at 305-275-5585. Extremely responsive there. Again, it's 305-275-5585. They've got auto insurance. They've got home insurance, life insurance. As I mentioned, rental insurance, all kinds of different insurance, hospital insurance. Whatever it is that you need, they can offer it over at his agency. So check out louispeters.com. Again, 305-275-5585. 85 based right here in Miami. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four,
1: five. On the floor.
0: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Silvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here's today's floor plan. I've got Greg Sylvander with me. Instead of dissecting every bit of tonight's win against Oklahoma City, which was sloppy, it was ugly. The Heat fell behind by seven. Somehow they scored 34 points in the third quarter while committing eight turnovers where they couldn't seem to set a screen, but they pull away with a big run towards the end of the third quarter, and then they finish it out. Well, I think it was, was it 15-0 to start the fourth or something like that. Um, Kendrick Nunn and others, bam, got it going in the fourth quarter. They did what they're supposed to do against an OKC team that really you know, is just accumulating draft picks other than Shea Gil- Gilgis Alexander. They've got 18 first-round picks over the next seven years. Uh, they're not supposed to win now, but last game of a road trip, and Miami is able to close it out. At four and three, which feels much better than the trip looked about six days ago. But Greg, you and I, instead of getting so much into tonight, we're going to look sort of big picture as the heat head home to face Toronto and Utah this week. The five lessons from the road trip. So we're going to rotate here. I'll let you go with number one.
1: Well, the first thing for me was it was. Um enlightening to see jimmy butler be the jimmy butler that we know and love again uh you know when you see him have four triple doubles on the on a west coast trip i I can't remember a heat player ever doing that on on any west coast trip you know four triple doubles in seven games um so it's nice to see him um get back to you know playing well It, it was obviously a slow start to the season so it just starting to see him round into shape is really encouraging and it's spearheaded by the defense. And I think that that's kind of um, the, the, the part of the game, you know, the Jimmy and bam impact in, in ways that other superstars don't necessarily focus on so much. And we're starting to see them hone in on that. And we saw them um, against good competition, play good defense. And, and and that was kind of the big takeaway from this road trip um, coming back four and three.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, and and I think in the totality of the road trip, you're right. I mean, tonight, 3 of 11 from the floor, 15 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. He he started with 6 assists in the first quarter, which is his whole thing about getting everybody else involved, but you're also like, okay, when is he going to start to turn it on a little bit? I do think with him it has started with the defense. I think you know, the highlight of the trip for Jimmy is – You know, and not that he was guarding LeBron all the time because Bam took a lot of it. Iguodala took a lot of it, but he took some of it and he played, you know, LeBron to a standoff or better. And I think when you see that, it's encouraging for Heat fans because that's the player that nearly carried the Heat to a championship last year. You know, without Dragic, without Bam, against LeBron, against AD, Jimmy Butler was every bit as good as LeBron in that series. And at times he was better. You saw that. I think what's interesting about Jimmy and you're right. It does start with the defense. Um, Their defense was good enough on this trip. You know, I'll take a look at what it was in totality again for the seven games as you know, sort of figure out what the stats were tomorrow morning. But I I think, you know, there were spots. Yes. Golden state. They let them get off the Clippers. I don't know what that was. Uh, Utah. That was really more of an offensive problem that sort of bled into the defense later on. But when they played well on this in on this trip, it did start with the defense. And that typically does start with Jimmy and he's kind of doing it in spite of continuing the shooting struggles. I mean, there was a clip that went out on Twitter today about which kind of showed his shooting form pre wrist injury in 2019. And you can see the arc and the confidence on the deep shots and you just don't see it anymore. And again, 3 of 11 tonight, but he still found a way to affect the game. So I think the positive is he's healthy, he's motivated. They didn't win all the games, as he said that they would, but they won four of them. And as you said, he was a big factor in them winning those games. Let's get to number two. And I don't want to skip completely over Bam because I feel like we take Bam for granted. And tonight, Bam was 19, uh, 13, and 5. But we do kind of expect this from Bam. I also think we're going to get some news that Bam didn't make the All-Star team. That's my expectation, and we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. But the guy I want to talk about now is the guy we didn't expect to do this on the road trip. You know, tonight, 41 minutes from Kendrick Nunn. That's the second time on this trip he played at least 40 minutes. Uh, 20 points, five rebounds, nine assists. He was only 7 of 18 from the floor, 3 of 9 from three, so not as the most efficient game. But I tweeted this out, and I don't think this is an, is, this is an overstatement. I, I think this is probably a two and five trip without Kendrick Nunn, right? I mean, I, there's at least two games in there that he kind of got them out of the mud.
1: Yeah, no no doubt. Kendrick Nunn um, has came back in a way that I don't think anybody could have predicted because he, he just had fallen off such a cliff that I, I didn't know – if he would ever get back to this level because now he's really playing the best basketball that in his Miami Heat career almost i mean you're 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 looking at this trip i mean i'm just looking at the month of february 18 points a game on 51% shooting 44% three point shooting and 91% from from the free throw line i mean like he has become an efficient scoring option when they've needed him most without Goren with Tyler in and out of the lineup. So I think that that was um, one of the more encouraging things. Obviously there's a ton more to fix on the offense and, and we're going to unpack some of that as we uh, get down the list here, but having Kendrick Nunn as a viable option, not just as a rotation player, but as a guy who is a significant contributor, that's something you walk away from this road trip. Um, I think is uh, as a positive.
0: Has he, and we're going to talk about the hero Dragic thing next after the break, but has Kendrick Nunn cemented himself as a starter for the rest of, provided that he's still in Miami, which is always a question, but has he cemented himself as a starter for the rest of the season?
1: I think so. I think that Goran and Tyler will be the back, uh, you know, the backcourt that comes off the bench and Kendrick will be in the starting lineup. I mean, yep. I mean, unless he has, you know, one of those droughts, because we saw him uh, all of a sudden not be able to score efficiently. And when you start to have those four for 17 games, like those add up quickly and all of a sudden you're buried on the bench. But, you know, obviously, if that doesn't happen, it, it's just logical that they would keep him starting next to Jimmy.
0: You, you know, and he plays so much better with Jimmy. and He wasn't playing with Jimmy early in the season. Here's why I don't think the droughts are coming. The droughts really didn't come last season. Now, he had a, a little bit of a time where he kind of hit the wall, but remember he had the Achilles injury that he was dealing with and he was he came out of that after the All-Star break. Like after he played well in Rising Stars, he shot 45% from 3 over the following 3 weeks and then they had the COVID break. So it, it's not like he really played his way out of the lineup last year because he had a little bump in the road and then he went past it. It was the break, the COVID situation the, uh, personal issues that he was dealing with, which, you know, again, are his business, but I knew that he was going through some significant stuff. Remember the day he left the bubble, <laughs> you know, yeah. there was, there was some things that he was dealing with there and then he comes back and he's basically lost his starting job. And I just think his confidence went away. So I don't know what would take his, you know, in other words, there's, there's not going to be an ex unless he gets hurt, There's not going to be an extended break from the lineup here that's going to strip him of his confidence. And I think that Spolster will be very careful to maintain his confidence now, right? He's been through it once with him. I, I think they'll keep him in the lineup. I think he's going to keep him where he's comfortable. And again, the big issue becomes what you do with the four spot, which is one of the conundrums of this team because you're watching Kelly Olenek tonight. And again, his plus minus was fine, which is what everybody keeps citing but watching him on the court is another matter, you know, particularly when he, I get, when he have three moving screens in about eight minutes, during uh, yeah. directory one segment of the third quarter Four turnovers Four turnovers. So I, it's just, you know, but I, I think Kendrick is the guy, I don't know what's going to happen with Kelly, but I think Kendrick's the guy who's cemented himself. All right. We're going to talk about um, the, the couple of the guys that were missing here, because I do think that plays into the Kendrick uh, situation. And also some of the issues that they did have on offense, uh, on the trip. But first, I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors. Another of them, you can hear him here on the Value Place segment here on Five on the Floor. He's at the website now, fivereasonsrealtor.com. That's how much we trust this guy. His name is Eric Brown. Did you know that now is the best time to sell a house in South Florida? Prices are at record levels. Your property is worth a lot more than you realize. If you're interested in finding out how much, reach out to our guy, big Heat fan, Eric Brown at FiveReasonsRealtor.com, the official real estate advisor of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Eric's a real estate professional with several years of experience representing clients from all walks walks of life. He's got a Wharton School business education. That's that fancy thing up at Penn. So he's uniquely qualified at identifying property value, negotiating on your behalf, and providing an unmatched level of service. So if you're considering selling or buying a home in South Florida, or just want to chat about Heatball and or real estate, contact Eric. Here's the phone number, 305-967-9089. That's 305-967-9089, or go to fivereasonsrealtor.com. If he can't help you, he'll recommend someone who can. So find out what his specialized professional business approach can do for you today. Again, the phone number, 305-967-9089, 5 Spell it out, the official real estate advisor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, let's get to number three here. Even with Kendrick Nunn playing at a a sublime level offensively, the Heat went through tremendous droughts on this trip, (laughs) okay, where it just looked ugly, where they couldn't get into offense, they couldn't create, the shots weren't falling. You know, tonight, Duncan Robinson had one of those games. He got going. He ended up with six threes and 22 points, but that wasn't consistent on the trip. Olenek, I think, had one plus game as a shooter. Uh, Max Struess had, you know, one for eight and one tremendous game tonight. He actually played 30 minutes off the bench because they were so shorthanded. He had 11 points on three of 10 from three. He's got the ultimate green light. Um, But I think what became apparent on this trip is even with Kendrick Nunn, the fact that Jimmy and Bam would prefer to facilitate until sort of the moment of truth, they need at least one. And maybe two other scorers to be going consistently. They didn't have Dragic on this trip, so maybe he comes back refreshed. He looked a little bit worn down before getting hurt, uh, and maybe, or maybe it's Hero, or maybe it's someone from the outside. But relying on Kendrick Nunn as your primary scorer, which is kind of what happened on this trip a lot of the time, is not enough. They need somebody
1: else. Uh, that you hit the nail on the head, and like this is the thing with if you take into account that Gorn was a, it it was out for the entire trip and Tyler was in and out. And then obviously, um, you know, he's been up and down with play, even though, you know, statistically box score wise, he, he usually comes out on, you know, looking pretty good. Um, The, the issue is, is that you don't, you don't just need Gorn Dragic to come back and play you for, for this team to really, um, Go as far as they uh, would would want to go into the Eastern Conference Finals. At least, you know what I mean. If they if they really want to uh, f- push for that, they're gonna need playoff level bubble Gorin where he was the the leading scorer through the first you know six to eight playoff games they're going to need a player like that to step up and I don't know that Dragic can do that maybe this this condensed um season for him now where he gets a little bit of rest will help towards that Tyler's obviously been great but I just don't know that they can rely on him to be the the primary scoring option um so may, committee maybe maybe they look for it outside but it, it's hard to see uh where it is on this roster currently
0: the other thing that's kind of hard to see is if and when they ever get avery bradley back um you're talking about basically playing four small guards yeah <laughs> you
1: something's got to and-
0: give Right. I mean, b- between none who, you know, has established himself, whether uh, maybe it's for trade value, but, you know, I tend to think he's got value to them right now. Uh, Dragic, hero, and then you're looking at Bradley. And I know Bradley's a different kind of guard. He's not as much a scorer. Obviously, he was brought into for point of attack defense and, and to guard, you know, up a little bit at times. But you're talking about a very small team in the backcourt. And, you know, so I just wonder how Spolster kind of mixes and matches to get enough offense on the court. But but you're right. I mean, goron they're really counting. I mean, they're paying Goron $20 million, you know, or $18 million. Like they're paying Goron to not not for what he's done in the past, but for what they, he can do for them now. And so when he comes back, he's going to have to get back. You know, I don't want him playing 35 minutes a game, but whether it's in that 24 to 27 minute range, you know, giving them 16 points, giving them those bursts when everything else is broken down, um, giving them four or five assists. I think that Precious has really missed his presence, and we're going to talk about him in a, in a second. I, he but he's got to be really good offensively because you're right. I mean, they got to the finals in large part not because Goran Dragic was who he's been with the Heat, but because he was better. Because exactly. he was better. Okay, he was the highest level probably that he ever played at, and he was their number one scoring option many nights. And even though you have none going much better than he was in the bubble and you have hero who has made progress, regardless of what Colin coward says about, you know, you can't do anything if he's not making threes. The one thing Tyler has not done this year is make threes, which shows you Colin hasn't watched a single heat game other than when they played against the Lakers, but they still, they're going to need Goron to be great. And, and exposure is going to have to figure out a way to manage that. But that's the only chance they have. Cause they're two, you're right. They're two best players, unlike other teams, Do not really want to score. (laughs) And so it's kind of left up to the guards to do that. And right now they've just got one guard who's been in there consistently and been productive with it. All right, let's get to number four here. Um, And we're going to go rapid fire with these. So a number of other heat players. What did we learn on this trip? You ready?
1: Let's go. Precious Achua. Um, up and down, obviously hitting uh, the rookie wall. He needs some Goran Dragic for, for sure. That's, uh, that's evident. Max Struess, He's a keeper. I feel like, uh, he's a guy that you continue to keep in the developmental pipeline. They found another one. Gabe Vincent. Not so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you. You can see the defensive competition that he provides, but, I don't know. I feel like you can find another of those.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely
0: out there. Whereas Struess has that skill that I thought Vincent had, but the difference is it's in the way Struess is built. Struess can get his shot off because it's just he's got a certain physicality about the way he plays. Vincent doesn't have that, just as a size issue. And so, to me, he's just another small guard who's been shooting inefficiently and who doesn't have the dribble drive game that that uh, that none has, or kind of that. I don't know that none has instincts. Okay, as a scorer, I don't really think Vincent has them at this level. I, to me, Vincent looks like a G League player. Um, yeah, I'm surprised they've.
1: I'm surprised that they have kept him this long. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. All right, Kelly Olenek. Uh He's he, he's manageable as the starting four next to Bam right now, but he is not good enough to uh, win a championship as that player. Andre Godala. They relied on him too much in this road trip and his three point shot has fallen off of a cliff and it's because they're relying on him too much and they need to save him for the playoffs, figure out a way.
0: They wouldn't be relying on him that much if not for sort of the failure of two other guys to kind of make an impact. Um, Mo is healthy, right?
1: Yes. I mean, what a botched off season. I mean, I, I, right. And you know that I don't like to go down this road too often, but Myers Leonard, Mo, Harkless, Avery Bradley, like to get nothing. um, Like literally you've net nothing from any of those players throughout the season. That that's really, really tough to come back from.
0: Well, and and the only, you know, the one that you can say is definitely not well is the least their fault is Avery because it's injuries, but Avery has, and some of it was COVID. There's nothing you can do about that, but you know, Avery has an injury history. So I, it's, you know, it's a little fluky with him. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's salvageable. He, he can come back and play great. Maybe, maybe he can, but the fact that Harkless can't, when they desperately needed bodies on this trip and he they went to KZ them.
1: tonight. Well, okay. That's the next thing. KZ Akpala. Uh, I'm not sold. I'm really disappointed in KZ. I got to be honest. I know that there's like a hive that, that, that surrounds KZ Akpala. I, I am not part of that. I don't see it. And um, I, I, I don't, I don't know that he has a future with the franchise. I'm going to be honest.
0: Well, it's interesting. It's, it's almost like the more that he plays the further away he looks and it, it, it's kind of, it's kind of like when you drive the car off the lot and it loses its value like yeah. the Heat sort of had, were forced this year to sort of drive it off the lot. And now I three I second don't know. round picks. You're right. They had to, they had to get him on the court. They had to get him on the court to see what they had. And also, you know, with the, with the, you know, the, the, the problem, not, not resign, you know, if you resign Jay, which I don't want to get back into that, but if you resign Jay, you end up with Marcus Morris, you probably don't play KZ Akpala yet, no matter what the fans are saying. And there probably wouldn't be the call to play him. But the fact that, you don't have Jay and you don't have DJJ, right? We felt like we were going to see something from KZ. And I f- again, with the exception of one game, I feel like the more that we've seen it, the, the again, the further away he looks. And that also makes him, you know, really not much of a trade piece either. So it's, it's tough. I mean, if you're another team, you're projecting completely and you're kind of saying to yourself, if the Heat couldn't develop him, you know, in this year and a half, you know, we've seen what they did with hero precious is playing right away right Duncan Robinson guy Kendrick Nunn, they, you know, the heat develop guys and they play right they play KZ can't get on the court and when he does he looks a little bit lost i'm with you i'm a little bit disappointed by it. i i thought i still think there's ability in there but they haven't tapped yeah. it they because yeah, they,
1: they the one thing i'll mention there because i you know i i i probably sounded over overly negative right now about KZ. i do think that there's the opportunity now that he hasn't looked great and probably doesn't have much trade value as even a player that you would throw into a deal as a sweetener like if they keep him around Now with the extended time to kind of round out his game, because you just see he's so raw that there's just, there's elements of his game that he just needs to get more polished with. Maybe by the time all of these transactions net themselves out, he'll find himself a role. So I'm not, I'm not out on KZ completely, just a little disappointed so far this year.
0: No doubt. All right. We got one more thing to get to before we do want to tell you about another great sponsor, the five reasons sports network. It seems like everybody's playing it now. We got more than 50 signups in February alone, Uh, through our network, um, our listeners and all the rest. So find out why why everybody's playing it. It's called prizepicks.com. Use the code five. Make sure you use that code F-I-V-E or you're not going to get the best bonuses. So use the code F-I-V-E. Just poke around, deposit 20 bucks, And basically look at all the things that you can do there, which is not just the NBA, but everything from tennis to soccer. When baseball comes back, when football comes back, Uh, you can play college basketball on there. You basically just pick players, go over, go under, pair them together. You can play players from different sports, players from different teams. You can play flex play, power play. All of this is explained right there on the site. It's very simple. You can make your picks literally in less than a minute. I wouldn't recommend that, but sometimes, I don't know, if it looks good to you, it's probably good. So go to Prize Picks. Dot com. Use the code five. This is the new way to play daily fantasy. And again, that's spelled out. F-I-V-E prizepicks.com. All right. Um, let's get to the fifth part of this. I think the other thing we learned on the road trip, Greg, and you and I agreed on this, is that the league's just not going to run away from them. Um, you know, for for the panic about kind of where they were in the standings, you know, as I call this up right now, now that they won tonight and most of the other results are in i mean the heat right now are sitting in the 10 spot at 14 and 17. They are a half game back of the tie. The team's tied for eighth, which is Chicago and Charlotte. So they're right there. They're a half game ahead of Atlanta. Um, the East is all bundled up. They're now a game and a half behind Boston um, for the six. They're two games behind Toronto, by the way, crazy stat. And I wonder if this affects a trade. Toronto is now sixteen and zero in their last sixteen games without Kyle Lowry. Wow, that's crazy. Sixteen and zero. I mean, that's another scorer potentially, um, and that's a player we've talked about. I wonder if Masai. You know, Masai goes by analytics sometimes. We'll see how 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 the analytics fare on that. But again, Miami is just four games behind Milwaukee for third. Okay. Yep. <laughs> And six back of the first seed in the East, which is Philadelphia, which, you know, I mean, 20 and 11 is a fine record, but it's not the record that usually leads a conference through 31 games. You typically, you know, you'd see a team that was what 25 and six, something along those lines, like a Milwaukee was last year, you know, a yeah. team that's just running away. Nobody's run away. And you've gotten the worst part of the schedule. I know Toronto, Utah is a tough, you know, back, not back to back, but two games to come back to. You got the toughest part of the schedule out of the way, Greg. So I'll just ask this. Does this lead you to believe and we'll close here? Does this lead you to believe that Miami will make a tweak move to get better because they see basically that the conference is still there for them?
1: Yes. Cause they cannot tank. There's no incentive to, you know, obviously the pick is not there. So um, cause you can play the game in the opposite direction too. They're also a game and a half out of the 13th seed. So they, they have to continue to push forward and get higher up in the standings. And I think that that's going to uh, involve a move. And I think that it's because of this um, too all of these teams, this is going to be a really interesting trade deadline because I feel like all of these teams above here, Chicago, New York, Boston, Toronto, Indiana, um, even Philadelphia has been mentioned. I know Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer mentioned that they would you know, potentially look at Kyle Lowry as, um, as an addition uh, like to really put them over the top. I just feel like teams are going to be really aggressive in, on the trade market. Um, there's a lot of teams with players that they have decided they're going to part with because they're the franchises are going in opposite directions and you're going to find that these teams either capitalize via trade or buyout and it's going to change the landscape of the East and I just think Miami's going to be in the thick of that and uh, and that's it's going to make for a fun time between now and March 25th.
0: Yeah, you took the day off from work on March 25th, so I would take the day off from work too. But this is what I do. So basically, we will, uh, you and I will be together on that day. I'm sure we'll have Adam Barai and Alex and and the whole crew. And Adam will be saying trade the depth. By the way, people who were on me today when they were not playing well, this is why Ethan, you were wrong about not trading the depth. You do realize that the, the three guys who were supposed to be their three best guards coming into the season did not play tonight. Uh, in hero and Bradley. That's part of the depth. I'm not saying that the rest of the depth's been great. We've talked about it. We talked about a lot of dead roster spots tonight, right? We didn't even get to, obviously, UD not playing. You mentioned Myers, you know, Harkless, Akpala. The depth has not turned out to be the depth that you'd hope for, but it's a little hard to judge the depth when you don't have, you know, your your top second-year player and hero, uh, you know, your your $18 million six-man-of-the-year candidate and the guy you signed to solve the point of attack defense. Okay. So, well,
1: and, and you've, and let's be clear, you've never said don't trade the depth for no. the right player. No, and it's not. just don't trade the depth for this specific player that everybody doesn't want to let go of. And that's right. James and, Harden. And look,
0: and look, I got to, he was player of the week. Okay. So, you know, I mean, at a certain point, I'm going to eat crow on that part of it. Um, but I'm still on board with trading a lot of the depth for Bradley Beal But at this point, Bradley Beale's calling Russ Westbrook the greatest teammate he's ever played with. You know, he ain't leaving anytime soon. Okay. So, and he's praising Scotty Brooks. I it's I don't, you know, that may be a pipe dream. I think what's more likely at this point, again, is an incremental move to improve the depth, okay? (laughs) An increment or an incremental move to trade that some of the depth that you thought you had to sort of add a piece at the four maybe that you feel is more reliable or another scorer. So the simply you're not as reliant on Kendrick Nunn, because like I said, they're two and five on this road trip without Kendrick Nunn. And I don't think that's something that we would have said uh, at any point during the season prior to it. All right. Follow him at Greg Sylvander, prizepicks.com use the code five. We also didn't mention him on this episode, but manscape.com for people who want it 20% off. Okay. Use the code five. R sn at that one also our friend eric brown at five reasons realtor.com. and thanks again to louis peters um, for finding me the rental insurance and also for being a great sponsor of this network at Louispeters.com over at state farm have a good night
1: thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five reasons for its network